Hi friends, we here at Witchy Woods Farms are excited for Beltane. We've had plenty of April snow showers and are eager to see some Mayflowers. Beltane, also known as May Day, is a holiday celebrated by pagans from all different paths. Let's spend some time today learning about Beltane. So, what is Beltane? Well, Beltane is celebrated from sunset on April 30th to sunset on May 1st. The tradition comes from a lot of different places, some Celtic, some Roman, some other European paths, but they all agree that it's the 1st of May. Beltane is what's called a cross-quarter day. This means that it falls directly between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. We took some time to celebrate Ostera. That was the spring equinox. Now, we welcomed spring, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we saw the signs of spring. I know here in Colorado, we've had lots of snow, we've had a lot of really cold days, and we're not quite convinced that spring has come. But when it's, we start transitioning from April into May, we start seeing that greenery come up. I'm starting to see some of the grass come up on our property where the snow has melted. Um, when you look around, the aspens are budding. We're starting to see those little perks of life starting to peek out from underneath the snow. And the Beltane is just a day that celebrates this, okay, we are right in the middle of spring and things are going to start blossoming and start being fruitful. The animals are all twitterpated. If, if you remember a specific cartoon that came out where everybody just starts singing and the birds are tweeting and the owl is all grumpy and talking about people being or the other animals being twitterpated. Well, that all starts happening around May. And so we start to celebrate this beautiful, beautiful holiday. I'm going to make a disclaimer here. Beltane is a hypersexual holiday, and I will try and keep it PG, but there will be discussions of sexual topics in this episode. So parents, listen to it first before you allow your children to listen. Okay, let's continue. Some traditions believe that May 1st is when the horn god seduces the maiden aspect of the triple goddess. They have both gone from being these infantile beings to coming into their their youthfulness and their lustfulness. So the horn god is now a strapping young man and he's ready to take on the world and he's ready to show his strength and he's wanting to pass things along and before he ages kind of sow his wild oats you could say and the maiden has learned some things she's no longer long longer this 
innocent young girl, but she's learned things and she has instincts and she is ready to bring in life and she's ready to take on motherhood and that aspect of her life. She's proven her individuality and her independence and she wants to move into this other complex part of her life. And so the horn god comes to her and he gives her his best lines, his best pickup lines, and he showers her in flowers and he shows how strong the earth can be. And it just needs a woman's touch to make everything that much better. And their beautiful union is what we celebrate on Beltane. They consummate their relationship and they they come together in this beautiful, beautiful way. And the culmination of this is when the maiden conceives a baby. And that goes along with furthering the lore of the horned god. And she will give birth later on in the year. And that cycle will continue over and over. Some people also believe that around this time is when Persephone leaves the underworld. She's queen of the underworld. But she is allowed to come and be on the face of the earth for a few months out of the year. And so she gets to come up and she gets to join her mother and help with the fertility of the land and she gets to paint her flowers and enjoy the sun on her face. So there's a lot of different lore that comes around Beltane, but it is a very beautiful holiday and it's all about really celebrating life, celebrating the bunnies that are getting ready to kit and um the birds that are fluttering through the air and you can feel a shift in the wind and the sun hits you a little differently in May than it does the rest of the year and it's just a time where you can sit back and enjoy the beautiful life that's surrounding us and soak in that energy and you start kind of storing this energy because eventually winter is going to return and you're going to need to hold on to the what stores you have. So let's go back to this idea of fertility. One of the traditions that are celebrated on Beltane or May Day is the tradition of the maypole. Now, a maypole is erected in usually in the middle of a village, and it's decorated with greenery and flowers and ribbons and all of these different um, really beautiful things, and it is a very phallic symbol, obviously, and the idea is that some dancers... Um, male and female dancers will take the ribbons and they will dance and as they dance around the pole with their ribbons they weave these really beautiful intricate patterns around the pole and as long as the pole is standing 
there will be good harvest, there will be fertility, and the land and the people will not see any disease, but they'll see a lot of prosperity. And so we like to celebrate. That's one way we celebrate. Now, there is a tradition of villages stealing each other's maypoles because you have that bit of competitiveness between cities and villages. So a, a village or a town will erect their pole and somebody will from another village will come by and they'll sneak it away. And we're not talking small, you know, five-foot poles. We're talking 20, 30-foot poles that are being stolen away in the middle of the night in hopes that that village won't be as prosperous so that the stealing village can be prosperous. It's because of this that maples were actually outlawed for a time in certain parts of Europe but I believe that the tradition has now come back and it, there's a little more respect and a little more fun with it. Another thing that people would do is they would chase each other once the sun goes down on May 1st. They would chase each other in the fields. And so you would have couples that have long been eyeing each other, maybe getting a little cabin fever over the winter months. And now young John is seeing young Scarlet for the first time in, in months, and they're really excited to see each other. Well, farmers would open their fields, and couples go out, and they chase each other, and find a place to make love in the fields and this has a dual purpose one the couple if they would like to become engaged or they want to see if they will have a long prosperous relationship it's said that them consummating their relationship on May 1st will bring them lots of good luck and bring them lots of prosperity and fertility to their relationship. Another thing is having people go out and make love in their fields brings the farmer prosperity and will bring a strong harvest in the fall. So a lot of farmers will allow people to run through their fields and um, usually it's you have some early grasses hopefully or maybe not <laughs> but the idea is that the the energy is passed into the land and the land will then bring back that fertility and bring back that happiness and will bring in a bountiful harvest. Now those couples that go amaying, as it's called, in the fields, they also like to practice a outward um, ritual to show their commitment to each other. So it's some couples go out and they just have fun and that's it, which is perfectly okay. And then other couples want to have a longer, more, um, more committed relationship to each other. And so they will do something that's called a hand fastening. 
Now, original, originally a hand fastening was what we call an engagement now. And so a couple would come together and they would fasten their hands together and they would make promises to each other and they would agree on a time frame and they would be a couple for that time period. And it's usually a year and a day. And if they survive the year and a day and they are still happy and they still want to be together, then they are considered wedded and they go on about their life and they stay together forever or as long as their relationship lasts. So hand fastening has become more permanent instead of it being the beginning of the engagement period it is now considered the wedding and the starting of a marriage. So a lot of pagans have taken the tradition of hand fastening and they have moved it into that that marriage ceremony that a lot of people like to see and they like to do. So if you are you and your significant other are considering um a time a good time to perform a ritual May 1st is a great day to get married. <laughs> Let's look at some other traditions. There is the bonfire tradition. And townsfolk would all extinguish their individual hearths and their individual fires. And there would be two fires that were created, two bonfires big large bonfires that were created in the middle of a town square or village square and the townsfolk would walk between the two fires and the idea is that that would bring them prosperity and it would keep away disease and bad luck and things like that in addition to the people of the town walking between the bonfires Farmers would also bring their cattle and they would have their cattle um, walk between the two bonfires. And again, that would keep disease away from the cattle and it would um, it would encourage strong and hardy stock from then on. And so it was a way of blessing both the townsfolk and the people or the townsfolk and the cattle that all of these people will eventually live on whether they're using it, those cattle for dairy or they're using them for meat they wanted to ensure that they had a very healthy um healthy livestock so passing them between the fires was a good way to do that that tradition um was then kind of um it evolved over time and there were less farm farmers being involved with it and passing cattle through it, but populations were still dense. So it moved from having two bonfires that people walked between to jumping over bonfires. And um, that, for on a human aspect, that was a way to kind of burn off and cast off the old self, the old kind of what you've, the old negative energy that you've built up over the winter. You jump over the bonfire and it burns it off. And it allows that 
you to have new energy and new youthfulness um, over the summer and the coming year. So that is a great, great, great way to celebrate. Now, if so how are you going to celebrate Beltane? What are some ideas that you are putting together? Are you going to have a bonfire night? Are you building a maypole? Are you baking a special bread? Are you just getting together with friends and family and having a great time? Are you looking for a field to go a maying in? There's so many ways that you can celebrate um, Beltane. One way is to get out in nature. Go for a hike. Go for a walk. If you're not in an area where you can go for a hike, find just an open space area. Just get out and really allow the earth to move energy through you and you move energy through her and you have that exchange. That is one way of having an intimate moment, even if you don't have a partner, but you can have that intimacy and the exchange of energies between two beings. Just get out and find, a, even if it's in your front yard or your backyard, you just take off your shoes and sit down and just become one and feel the earth, feel the grass, feel every living thing that is around you. Take some time to meditate around that. And that's a wonderful, wonderful way to celebrate Beltane. You can feel the sun kiss your skin. You can feel the wind move through you and cast away all of that negative energy. And you can feel Mother Earth push in her positive energy into your soul and just enjoy that beautiful experience. Another way is to observe what's around you. Observe the new birds that you may not have heard over the past few months. Maybe there's a new type of finch that is singing outside of your your bedroom window. I know that I'm excited to see hummingbirds again up here. They're beautiful emerald feathery feathers and they're the buzzing of their wings because they flap so fast. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm so excited to see those birds again. We have a few different species of birds up here. And I just, I'm really excited because I love hearing them. And another thing is look for bees or other insects that pollinate. Our pollinating friends are so important because they help bring to life our plants and our gardens and our flowers and all of the things that we use to survive. We are heavily dependent on our pollinating friends. So if you see some bees, just give them some positive energy and some love as you walk by. But please be safe. Don't go up to the hive, especially if you're allergic to bees. Let's see. If you have the resources, go ahead and erect pun intended, a maple. You can decorate it with ribbons that you buy from the dollar store and um, maybe some um, fake flowers or real flowers if you can afford that. 
and you can just decorate it and you and your family and your friends can decorate and dance around your maple put on some really happy good old tunes something that just gets your body moving and dance the maple and it does not have to be that large it, it can be a tree um in your yard you can use that as your maple if you want to go to the the hardware store and get um a fence post you can use that as a maple you, there's so many different things that you can do in addition to maples there are what's called a may bush and you can celebrate by decorating a may bush or like if you have um some evergreen bushes or different types of bushes in your yard you tie ribbons around the the bush and make wishes with those and that's one way to celebrate if you safely can have a bonfire by all means have a bonfire let your fire department know if it's going to be a large one otherwise um, make sure that you're being safe you have a fire extinguisher water and different things on hand um, if you're brave enough you can jump the, the bonfire. I do not suggest this because I don't want to be responsible. Well, someone said, I can jump the bonfire and now I'm burned. Nope, I did not say that. Do not, don't jump the, <laughs> the bonfire. Um, again, make sure that you are safe, but you can have one. And um, one thing that I've done in the past is have a bonfire and then we wrote wishes on our bay leaves and we casted them into the fire and burned them. And a lot of those wishes did come true. So that's one way you could celebrate is um, doing some bonfire magic. Um, another thing that you could do is you could have candles. There are battery operated candles. And so if you have a few of those, you could put them together and they'll give off a little, a bit of a light, like a, a fire. And you can jump over that because that is safe. It is not actual fire and it will not start a huge fire and it won't burn you. So, um, the battery operated candles is actually how I'm planning on doing a ritual with little man because he is very interested in being a witch so we are going to do a bonfire ritual that includes battery-operated candles because that is a safe thing to do with your children. Um, now, warning again, this is, um, this is going to be a sexual talk. So um, if you have little ones in the room and you don't want them to hear, go ahead and let them leave. I will give you a couple of seconds to do that. Okay, are they gone? Awesome. So, one of my favorite things to do is ritual sex. Now, not just because it's amazing, but because of the amount of energy that is built up during sex, that allows you to put so much energy and so much intention behind a ritual or a spell. So, if you are interested in doing ritual sex that this is a great, great day to do that. Um, I know some people who are trying to conceive will 
specifically try on May Day because there is so much fertile energy being passed around the world. So maybe take some time, write some sigils on your body. I use eyeliner for those sigils and just have a good time with your significant other and set your intention. <laughs> Sorry about that. Little Dew woke up from his little nap and decided he was going to start trying to take over the recording. So I had to stop it for a minute, but let's jump back into what we were talking about. So um, using eyeliner as sigils and you're going to want to use um, whatever sigils work for your ritual. If you're trying to conceive, you want to use a lot of fertility sigils and things that are important to you. If you're trying to bring prosperity, um, use those sigils. But write and do things that are very important and very significant to you specifically. Um, I, I'm not the best artist. I'm not super creative when it comes to making sigils, but I always make sure that I use things that are important to me and they, they really connect with me. Um, and we, when we use ritual sex, we I put sigils on both of us so there is a way for both of us to connect and um, like for instance if I'm doing a ritual and Mr. Handsome is you is performing the role of the god then I usually put a horned god sigil on him and then I will put the triple moon goddess on myself so there are things like that um they're very specific and they mean a lot to me and they mean to in maybe not the same way, but they still mean a lot to um, Mr. Handsome too. And then we just have fun and get as intense and as passionate as you want to. You can make it silly if that's what works in your, in your ritual and your, um, and in your relationship, then have just some good, silly, fun sex. If you're looking for something very deep, very passionate, then set it up for that. Set your candles, put out your rose petals, whatever it takes. Just make sure that you are in that moment. But don't put so much... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't put so much weight or expectation on it so that it's forced allow ritual sex to take on whatever um whatever emotions it wants to i think that's when it becomes more powerful is when you're just in the moment and it feels good and you just go along with that and that's when that real energy is built up because it's sincere energy so I'm hoping that if, if that's the path that you choose to take on Beltane, that it works for you and that you just really enjoy yourself. Another thing that you can do, and ritual sex can help with this, or you can do it solo, <laughs> is 
um, some love spells. Now you can, I don't ever encourage people to put spells on others. So if you're doing a love spell, do one that is one, do one that is focused on yourself. So love myself spells are really, really good to do just to help with any little, little insecurities or little, um, little things that you want to work on about yourself. You can do a love myself spell or you can do a spell to attract love or to attract a specific type of partner. I would not suggest if you're if you're looking for a specific person like you see David down the street and you really want David or you see Anna down the street and you really want Anna. So you do a spell specifically for them. Well, you don't always know if they're going to be a good match for you. So what would be better is to do a spell to attract your soulmate or a mate that is specific for you. That's going to help you and encourage you and challenge you in healthy ways. Um, don't, don't be so narrow with your spells. Um, is what I encourage because the more love, the better (laughs) in in the way I look, you might just attract a friend, a new friend that fulfills a part of your life, or maybe it's a romantic partner, or maybe it's a kiddo or like you, you do a spell and then you get pregnant is what I'm saying. And that's a blessing. Um, but there's so many different types of love out there. And Beltane is a great day to celebrate those different types of loves. So I would encourage you to do that. Another thing that you can do is you can um, do some recipes if you're a kitchen witch. My notes are being taken over by a seven-month-old. If you're a kitchen witch, you can do some witching in the kitchen. <laughs> um, Llewellyn has some really good, um, some really good suggestions on things to do, um, some recipes to make on Beltane. There's a Beltane bread that you can make. Let's see. I'm trying to get back to my page. Because Little Do is really great at changing my page. Um, There is Sexy Rosemary and Garlic Roasted Asparagus. Um, There's Beltane Barbecue. And an iced coffee. There's Honey Wishing Yogurt. Abundance, berries and cream, blessed lemon custard. So there's a few different recipes. Now, I won't put all of these recipes on my website or on the show notes, I mean. But um, if I can, I will link because um, I have a Llewellyn's Sabbath Essentials book. If 
speci specifically for Beltane, and I will link the um, Amazon to that, and also Llewellyn's um, website for some of these recipes. So, I hope I've given you some really good ideas on how to celebrate, celebrate Beltane. Um, and I hope that you can just go out and enjoy May 1st and go go out on May Day and then just have fun and enjoy life and get some sun on your skin and wind through your hair. Maybe go for a swim in a creek or a lake if that's something that you can do nearby your home. But just go out and enjoy that day. Uh, we will be doing some... We are going to a Beltane festival, so I will be posting pictures and things um, from that. So, yeah. Thank, good Thank goodness for Beltane. In closing, I want to leave you with this prayer to the Earth Goddess. Great Goddess, my mother, my lover, I pray to you. Let me open myself to the blessings that may come. Let me give myself over to ecstasy. Let me open myself to love. As the soil accepts the seed, as the leaves absorb the sun, as the earth soaks up the rain, let me be as you, the empty page, the foundation for the living word. I am the gateway. I am the womb of creation. I am the mother, the maiden, the crone, the earth, the moon the stars, the sun. I am you, great goddess, and you are everything. I am open to blessings. I am open to ecstasy. I am open to love. I am the beautiful lover awaiting the beloved. As I love you, great goddess, so too will my beloved come. Great goddess, you are the key to creation. You are the soil and the rain, the oceans and the darkness, the moon and the stars and the sun. Nothing would be with it without you, great goddess, as you encompass all that can be. You are the lover and the loved, the bride and the groom, the maiden earth and her beloved, the sun. Great goddess, let us blossom and bloom with a beauty that is fit for our king. Bring me love, bring me ecstasy, bring me blessings, and I, I and the goddess will it, and so it is bound to be. I send blessings to you all. Have a great day.